the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Every year in one of the two penitential seasons, whether, whether it's Advent or whether it is Lent, Inevitably, in all Orthodox parishes, and I hear this from a number of priests, even experienced it as a parishioner myself when I first came into the Orthodox Church, we hear a common struggle when it comes to a particular spiritual discipline within these seasons. People come and say to me, and a number of you have done it this Advent, and a number of you did it last Lent, come to me and say, I'm struggling with fasting, Father. I don't understand what is it doing in me. I don't know why I'm doing it because all it seems to be doing is making me more hungry. All it seems to be doing is making me more tired throughout the day. And quite frankly, by the end of the day, I'm getting irritable. What is this doing? I want to tell you right now, I love it every time that anyone comes to me with their struggle with fasting. Because it presents a great opportunity for some very important discipleship that we do come to understand this great prescription, which is a gift to us from God. But most of you know who have ever come to me on this subject, that when you come with those questions, I don't understand what it's doing. What are we supposed to be doing? What is this supposed to be doing in us? I always return typically with questions. And the questions that I usually offer you are, what else are you doing during this penitential season along with fasting? Have you increased your prayer life? Are you separating some space and time to fellowship with God in the communion of prayer along with fasting? Are you holding to the reading of Holy Scripture on a daily basis? Are you engaging that great prescription of increase of almsgiving to those who are in need so that by grace we become more like God in his heart for those who have far less than we have? Are you doing these things along with fasting? Because my friends, fasting alone truly will not do much but make you hungry, tired, and irritable. Alone. That's what it'll do. But fasting accompanied with prayer and the fellowship of God in both prayer and the reading of Holy Scripture and the fellowship with God in the giving of alms all along with your fasting. These are the prescriptions that our Lord has given us. And I say that very specifically. Our Lord has given us these prescriptions, even in Holy Scripture and the Gospels. Jesus looks at his disciples and he says, while I'm with you, you will not fast. But when the bridegroom has gone from you, you will fast. Jesus himself looking ahead, knowing what his blessed sheep would need for their life and for their salvation, would tell them ahead of time this is something that they would do. Let me assist you a little bit with fasting and along with these other prescriptions to see how they work together in Advent. And the example I'm going to give you, trust me, I know it's slightly imperfect, but the example, I believe, will at least tell the story and show you what God has designed for us. I think it'll help. 
And I'm going to use an example from last week. A farming example. If you remember last week from the prophet Hosea. God spoke through the prophet Hosea and said, Break up your fallow ground. The hard ground. The unfertile ground where nothing can be planted nor grow. Break up your fallow ground for it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and rains righteousness upon you. Farming. Break up the following ground. God intends to plant something, to rain something on us. I want you to picture this. I want you to picture fasting as the main tool that churns up the physical ground of the soul, not just the body. Picture fasting as that farming tool that churns up the soil. And in churning up the soil brings about all the stuff that we need to have a look at. And I say it breaks up the physical ground because, my friends, we know it. We feel it. When we fast, we feel something. There is a change in our bodies. And it is discomforting. There is no question. But as we're obedient to the fast, God, by His grace, is gifting us so that we might have flourish in our lives the blessed fruit of the Holy Spirit of self-control. We don't need all we think we need. And He stirs up in us and He grows in us self-control. Not only that, He turns the physical hunger that we have and that we experience. By grace, He turns it to a spiritual hunger. So that we do, as Christ said in the Beatitudes, Blessed are you who hunger and thirst after righteousness, like a starving man. Blessed are you who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for you shall be filled. So fasting churns up the soil. But how do we know the debris, the weeds? How do we know all of those things that come up in the soil that we have to clear away in order that the soil be fertile ground? And how is it that we know also the seeds of the virtues of Jesus Christ that He is intending as we churn it up and we remove these things that He has unearthed? How do we know and recognize the seeds of righteousness, the seeds of virtue that He is intending to sow into our soils? The answer is this. By prayer. By fellowship with God, with prayer, which includes the reading of holy scriptures. The church calls us in our lives to an order of life. And part of the order of that life is the rule of prayer. We are to pray the hours of prayer, morning prayer, noon prayer, evening prayer. These are times set aside to be in fellowship with God, to learn to hear His voice, to express oneself to Him, to meet Him in those moments and have communion with Him. But also the church gives us, in its wisdom, through Jesus Christ, the church gives us the reading of Holy Scripture, which is to be done in the morning prayer and the evening prayer hours. And there are two passages to be read in the morning, and there are two passages to be read in the evening. And even though we separate and we go our own way after we worship together, 
we are all to be reading the same passages of Scripture. The two in the morning prayer and the two in the evening. And these are on our website, as you know, and every month we email the next month's prayer list for daily prayer in morning and evening prayer. We are going through these prayers together, for we are more one, far more one than we are individuals. And that's how we learn to hear the voice of God. As the fasting is churning up the things that need to come to the surface through communion and fellowship with God, He grants His wisdom his insights to know what needs to be cleared away and what must be planted and how to water it. This is the activity of God. This is how all of these things work together. And in the second Sunday Mass of Advent, we are given the pleading, the direction that Holy Scripture must be an integral part of the spiritual life of every Christian Listen to the collect we prayed today. Remember that collect? What does the collect do? It gathers all of our thoughts. It directs our hearts and our thoughts to a particular teaching and remembrance on that Mass. Listen to what we pray on the second Sunday of Advent. Blessed Lord, who has caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning, grant that we may in such wise hear them. Where do we hear the Holy Scriptures? In the prayer services and the Mass of the Church. We hear them at those times. <clears throat> Grant that we may hear them. Read them. When do we read them? Morning and evening prayer. When we take time with God. Mark them. That is, note them for our lives. Learn them. And I love this. Grant that we may inwardly digest them. When we eat healthy food into our bodies, our bodies naturally take in all of the nutrients and the nutrients become part of the human person, part of the body for its life, for its health, for its sustenance. And we are praying that by grace, God would grant us that as we read the Holy Scriptures in the same way, they become that much part of us for our life, for our health, for our wholeness. St. Paul echoes this in the epistle of this Mass when he writes in Romans chapter 15. For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we through the patience and comfort of the Scriptures might have hope. St. John Chrysostom teaches on that one verse. Listen to his words. These things, that is Scripture, these things were written so that we might not fall away for we have many battles to fight, both inward and outward. But being comforted by the scriptures, we may exhibit endurance. So that living in endurance, we might always dwell in hope. This isn't about reading a book, my friends. That doesn't give you endurance. And it doesn't spring hope to your soul. When we read the Holy Scriptures... We are hearing the voice of God by the Holy Spirit. Reading the Holy Scriptures is time with God in the context of our prayer life. Reading the Holy Scriptures is an integral part of our fellowship with Him. And it's by fellowship with Him that we gain endurance. Why? Because there are battles every day. And when the waves of this life and our enemy so come against us, dash against us, 
Those who are in prayer and in the reading of Holy Scripture are on such solid rock they don't waver. What do they have? They have peace. They have hope in the midst of whatever storm happens to hit. I always like to bring in in this Mass the teaching of St. Jerome from the 4th century who said, Ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. Another translation of that you may have seen, failure to know Holy Scripture is failure to know Christ. Why? Because He reveals Himself to us. He reveals Himself to us in the Holy Readings. And I give you one more from the Fathers. Very important. St. Nicodemus of the Holy Mountain wrote this. Having read Holy Scripture very carefully, you should also read the Holy Fathers who interpret the Scriptures. You will receive no less delight from reading the Fathers than you do from the Scriptures. The Fathers develop the hidden meanings in Scripture and with their own writings help us to understand what we did not before from what we had read. My prayer for all of us is that you will begin to truly see Scripture as fellowship with God again in the context of our prayer life. Scripture as a revelation of God to us where we have the opportunity to gain His mind. To gain His mind as well as to put upon us His virtues. Fasting alone will not transform us and keep us. But fasting with prayer accompanied with the reading of Holy Scripture and the giving of alms. You do those things and you will have answered for yourself for you'll see it in your lives. Why do we fast? In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.